3: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: As a social worker, you can become an advocate for those who can't. Earn your Master's in Social Work degree online to learn strategies to connect diverse populations with the critical resources they need to improve their well being, whether it's in a hospital, community service agency, or another setting. What do you think making a difference as a social worker looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down
4: everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get
1: your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
5: Week 14 went out like a bang in Cleveland on Monday night. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox you can always tweet the show at I want your Flex it ends with a Monday night thriller Ravens beat the Browns 47 of 42. In a game that had so many twists and turns, Mike, we joked on the last podcast on how much we saw Chiefs-Rams from two years ago on replays. This is going to be the game that we are going to see all summer long when the NFL Network has nothing to air. They will re-air what happened Monday night in Cleveland with the Ravens getting that five-point win.
4: There were just so many twists and turns, Dan, for all the... You know, self hate that there is because I haven't been able to go to the movie theaters and live concerts. I got all the live theater I needed on Monday Night Football. We had a quarterback disappear. They're saying cramps, but on Twitter, as you know, uh, it took a whole other turn as to what. Might have caused Lamar Jackson to go into the locker room. He did come out with a bandage around his elbow, so uh, IV fluids. But monster games all around, a lot of rushing touchdowns, some big plays from both Lamar Jackson as a hero and Baker Mayfield. And then you have a huge field goal. You got a crazy safety. I. It's not even three acts. There's like nine.
5: There, there were to see this offense, the way that it's taken off in Cleveland, especially the last two weeks. And it may be something with the Titans defense where you could say, well, Tennessee's not good on the back end. Mm-hmm. And Baker Mayfield uh, was able to take advantage. This Ravens defense is, is- Pretty good. And the Cleveland Browns were able to run the football against them. Baker was able to pass the ball, uh, the uh, 300-plus yards, the couple of touchdowns, the touchdown runs. I know they've got the Giants in prime time now in Week 15, but it makes me start to wonder if you're sitting there and maybe your quarterback position isn't what it once was at the start of the season. Now is Baker Mayfield, a guy that you can start, especially in the fantasy playoffs when the games meet the most.
4: Well, currently rostered in just a third of leagues, Dan. Jeez. Even after last week's blow up against the Tennessee Titans, uh, the expectation look, you mentioned the Ravens, 20 points per game. That's what they've been given up. So you're not expecting what we saw tonight, right? tale of two, two seasons, I guess, as it were, because you go back to the beginning of the year, the Ravens mopped the floor with the Browns. It was like, oh, same old Browns. Well, they took advantage of their schedule, whatever you want to put on it, but performed and got to their nine wins, Mayfield with some big games, comes up huge tonight, I mean a couple of long protracted drives that's normally not something you do against the Ravens. It still begs the question of what you and I have talked about a couple of times over the course of the year on the podcast of, boy, they really don't like throwing holding flags on the offensive line anymore. They (laughs) seem to throw them on defensive backs like they're giving away candy, but when it comes to the offensive line, hey, have at it. So, for Baker Mayfield yeah, I mean, I don't know what the Giants are they had a four game winning streak and then, well they look like they looked in week 14 yeah. and now you've got an opportunity here in a prime time game and then you look at the championship week it's certainly set up for a big end for for baker mayfield and that's the the question then becomes though who's he throwing the ball to or do you only trust the running backs
5: well, the, the Richard Higgins play now, he had the most targets ending up on Monday night. We've talked about this show as much as I, I dislike the Michigan Wolverines. I always thought that Donovan Peoples Jones was the Mm -hmm. difference maker and now he transitions to the NFL. Didn't have a huge night on, on Monday night, but still now he becomes part of that, uh, part of that core along with Jarvis Landry. You mentioned Hunt and, and Chubb in their roles. No Austin Hooper, but you'd have to think that uh you know david and joku who didn't want to be in cleveland ends up you know getting some looks and get some red zone shots i think there's enough there and i think baker's making it work to make him a play if you are in a spot you know and I, i i look at the main quarterbacks you're obviously going to want to play someone like patrick mahomes that's who you're going to look towards you're going to want to play aaron Rodgers in week 15 against the carolina panthers but if you're sitting there with russell wilson who threw for 200 yards against the jets and had a four touchdown day which ended up lifting that. They gonna go and face Washington in week fifteen. Is that from, from what Russell Wilson was in the first half to the second half? You know, could that be an opportunity? Deshaun Watson doesn't have any more weapons in Texas, no. you know, with, with the Texans now and I mean, they've we're got getting the
4: Colts. Down to, Dan with, with the waiver wire, you're you're looking at uh, a man by the name of Chad Hansen becoming fantasy <laughs> rosterable uh, at wide receiver for Houston because he had seven targets against the Bears in that lopsided loss. Look, not right now you're just desperate for touches and targets Sure, at, at all of the skill positions. But at quarterback, you mentioned Russell Wilson. I wouldn't put him anywhere near the field unless, I guess, where it becomes a question is if Alex Smith can't go. Right, Because they've been an efficient offense with him, depending on what ratings metric you use. You're talking about a top 10 in terms of efficiency mm-hmm. these last few weeks. But if it if he can't go, then yeah, you're probably going to have a couple of short fields. So I feel better about Russell Wilson in my lineup. But if Smith's there to lead them and is a full go between what they've been doing, even with Gibson out, being able to move the football, and then what the defense did. I mean, week 14, one of the highest scoring among any position, that Russell Wilson suddenly becomes a little less comfortable of a play.
5: Look, as I mentioned, you're going to play Patrick Mahomes. You're going to play Josh Allen if he's in your lineup. There are quarterbacks that you are going to play. I'm looking at the guys... Because now it's winning time. Now it's week 15. Now you're trying to – and there are consolation brackets, and guys don't want to get tattoos on their butt either and no, losing sure. those. So you're going to want to figure out who to play. Baker Mayfield could be a guy for you in the playoffs if you have a Watson or Wilson that could have taken a step back. Or he could be a guy to save that uh, ink on your rear if you need to uh, to win a toilet bowl or something like that. I actually think that it is a possibility. There's you – know, I don't want to say just throw caution to the wind, but now we've had two instances, and one against a, a, a team that, as you mentioned, giving up around 20 points per game in the Ravens, and now you go in a primetime affair against the Giants who we really don't know about. If I don't have any better options in week 15, maybe I am rolling the dice a little. I think that that could be an option if you're looking at the
4: quarterback position. Well, but playing with confidence and, you know, when we do our, our regular football. Hats on, right? When you're in with Doug Gottlieb, or or sitting on Sunday breaking down games with George Reister, or hanging out with me, uh, you know, or I'm sitting with Smith. Is part of it is you want to talk about identities? There's a bunch of teams that we could still put a question mark next mm-hmm. to what they really are, even though we're going into Week 15 of the season. With Cleveland, we know the run game has to get things started. Last week was an outlier. They just decided Tennessee's secondary is not good. Let's Let's go over the top. Yeah. That's not every week. Normally it's Chubb and Kareem Hunt both top 10 rushers as the broadcast and the radio broadcast were quick to point out repeatedly every time they took the field and when they had that opening drive where they carved through the Ravens pretty easy. It's like, "All right, remember this is not this is not your same old Cleveland Browns. Maybe it's a throwback to when they actually ran the ball all those years ago." Uh but
5: Mack and Biner.
4: Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. I was trying to make sure they get my combination correct. But I was going to make a Mack truck joke. Let's call it <laughs> what it was. But the the idea of Baker Mayfield letting the game come to him and and tonight once the run game started going and the linebackers started sucking up. All of a sudden, you're getting those one-on-one matchups. You're getting space. I think everybody had a little bit of footing issue in the first half or so it seemed. Not a lot of confident cuts, at least defense reacting to offensive players. A couple of uh, penalties on both squads in the defensive secondaries to help extend drives. So generous referees helping the play as well. But Mayfield made some huge throws. I mean, that throw to uh, Kareem Hunt down the sideline. I mean, that was the thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. And then he carried that thing like it was a loaf of bread that nobody was going to steal, getting <laughs> home from the store. No, it's mine. And get Brown, it into the end zone.
5: The Browns taking on the Giants, as I mentioned in week fifteen, and then they've got the Jets in week sixteen. Uh defensive matchup if you want to plan ahead, maybe you look for Brown's defense. Not much to look at tonight, uh, for the Browns defense, <laughs> but as you or well, they uh, had some uh, sacks early. Monday night. What's that? They had some sacks early on. Yeah, that's a, you're likely going to get against the Jets, and uh, that could be a way for you to plan ahead. Just on the Ravens side of things, sure seems that J.K. Dobbins is the guy. Gus Edwards still getting his touches, got in the end zone twice on Monday night. But the Mark Ingram situation does not seem to be a factor. J.K. Dobbins really seeming like the guy they're going to down the stretch.
4: Yeah, low snap count for Ingram last week. Uh, I mean, carried the ball almost every snap that he was in. Uh, but, yeah, J.K. Dobbins, healthy. Uh, that's the guy. You know, we we can make all the Harry Potter jokes now. Dobbins is a free elf. All right, that's just me because I'm a nerd. It's over my head. Nah, yeah. get, you, the kid's coming, man. <laughs> Soon enough, baby. Soon enough, you'll be a wizard like the rest of us. But uh, when we, JK, look, that's the identity of this team. All right. Remember the 1914 loss to Pittsburgh. What did they do? They didn't run well, but they tried to run the football between Lamar Jackson and whomever the next man up was. And then you look at last week with the big blowout win. What's what's going on? The run game. Getting Mark Andrews back, absolutely huge. I know Lee DeLapp suffered a um, cataclysmic loss in fantasy football falling just nine yards short. All you need is one more busted tackle. Uh, I'm sorry, Lee. Uh, but having him back, that's his number one option. But it's still the run game that's going to take this team where it's going to go. So you'll see more of that from these fantasy playoffs. I, I fully anticipate, you know, just keep it, keep that momentum. Like Don Cole Culpepper used to do. You yes. You know, the arms rolling. Rolling it all that's, over. That's kind of what I think we're going to see with Dobbins and a little bit less of Gus Edwards.
5: The Ravens have the Jaguars coming up in week 15, so that could be a good spot for them. And one other point to make, I know Pittsburgh was was crunched on their weeks because of the Ravens setback with their COVID situations. Ravens setback as well. Maybe they get a little extra day, but to have the last two performances that they've had, impressive against Dallas on that Tuesday night, and then to come back in week 14 on Monday night to to win a game like they did against Cleveland, was impressive. So while the Ravens are going one way with the weird scheduling, Steelers seemingly going in another. On Monday night in Week 15 there in Cincinnati, they face the Bengals. And I think that there's been a referendum on Pittsburgh from the last two games for what happened against Washington and obviously what happened on Sunday night football against the Buffalo Bills. If it isn't good against Cincinnati, that's when you can put the fork sure. in. Them. I'm not ready to do it no. yet. I really am I not. Agree. I think that, you know, to your point of of maybe this catching up to them, there are issues. There, trust me, there are issues mm. there. But I will say I still think that there could be something for them in week 15, and that could be a Monday night uh, feasting on the Cincinnati Bengals. And if it's not – then there are some real troubles with the Steelers and some real troubles with your fantasy teams if you're banking on any Steelers at this point.
4: Monday night, spectacular. Well, that's just it, right? Everybody trying to get fed. Deontay Johnson, very frustrating. Great success early. The touchdowns pouring in. And then you see just the amount of yards left on. Uh, Like I joked uh, that perhaps more TV's being bought because of fantasy disasters this weekend of folks to lose bets but the the fact that uh, you watch guys just drop passes as the Steelers have done because me- most of them are not difficult catches and that's the frustrating thing right it's on your hands you got to catch it blah blah no, no no these are easy catches pitch catch then run instead it's the I'm trying to find a seam before I secure it so the frustrations mount but if you can't get right against Cincy You can't get right at all. I mean, two losses, everybody jumped off the bandwagon. I'm not selling my shares just yet.
0: This podcast is brought to you by AT&T Fiber. Okay, what do you call an AT&T wireless customer who also has redonkulously fast internet? Someone who prefers to burn through an entire season of their favorite show in one sitting? Someone who's quick, (laughs) Quick to suggest a video group chat while streaming a movie in 8K in the background like it's no big deal just because she can. Someone who feigns sympathy to stories of slow internet woes. Well, they're gagillionaires, those who have AT&T fiber with hypergig speeds. You see, gagillionaires coast through life in the internet's fast lane because they're powered by the confidence that their fast internet has their back. As an existing AT&T wireless customer, you can get an exclusive offer on the internet that upgrades everything. So start living like a gigillionaire. Get AT&T Fiber, now with Hyper Gig Speeds. Learn more at ATC.com slash Fiber Offer. Limited availability in select areas. AK streaming requires compatible device. Restrictions apply.
5: All right, well, moving on to the rest of Week 14. What we can do, Mike, is take a look at our three-point conversions from a week ago. Stuff that we wanted to point out that we thought would happen in Week 14, and this is where we kind of grade ourselves if you're new to the podcast. My three-point conversion was a hit in some spots, a miss in another. I said that the Colts would run free, and what do you know, Jonathan Taylor, another Mm -hmm. breakout game, uh, even more so against the Raiders. I thought that Taylor and, and Naheem Hines would have their way with the Raiders. That did turn out to be the case. I thought Andy Dalton would get revenge against his former team. He did so. Didn't have a great fantasy day. I hope you didn't play Andy Dalton this week, but did have a couple of touchdown passes in that win. And I said that Dalvin Cook would only simmer against the Buccaneers. For as bad as that game turned out for Minnesota, where I thought they were in control of it for a decent part, bad pass interference call, uh, bad timing at the end of the first half. Sure. None of it went the way of the Vikings. Dalvin Cook did break the 100 yard mark barrier, 102 yards in a score. So he fared better than I thought he would against a good Buccaneers defense.
4: Yeah, I'm just wearing the cone of shame. Zeke Elliott did nothing, even though they put up 30 points. Saw more love for Tony Pollard, who I've been arguing is the best back anyway but i thought this was a good opportunity uh against those cincinnati Bengals. uh instead zeke finishes 34th on the week and then i'll take the l on tom brady who had two touchdown passes but didn't break 200 yards finished 18th on the week so uh cone of shame for me dan Baer. How'd
5: the rankings look, though? Because I, I, we mentioned Russell Wilson. He was in your top five. He had four touchdown passes that we had talked about. There were uh, Derek Henry was your top-ranked running back. He ran away with things in Week 14. So I know you hit on some of those guys.
4: Yeah, we had some success. David Montgomery uh, finished as the sixth back on the week. Uh, somehow Mike Davis, why, well, he got that gift touchdown early, uh, finished with the second. So he popped in at the number 5 spot. Uh, but, yeah, Montgomery was my number 5, so that worked out. Out well, Eckler was my number four. He finished at eight, so solid there. Aaron Jones, uh, a bit disappointing. He was the third back uh, on the quarterback side of things. You, you already mentioned Russell, who gave us uh, a solid game but finished eighth in the week. Mitchell Trubisky was one of the ninjas of the week, so that did me well. Uh, Baker was one of my fails. I mean, I'll take that as a colossal fail, because I could not have seen the Monday night uh, that we had coming. Obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, chalk, uh, but he delivered. And then you go to the wide receivers. Uh, I think if if it's Sunday, Devontae Adams scores. Uh, Keenan Allen was strong before, well, getting hurt. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was one of the great ninja plays of the week, so I'll take the victory there. Tyreek Hill getting it done. So, yeah, there, there's some bright spots, but, yeah, in the uh, – Overall, it was a it was a mixed bag and some curious, some curious games. Much like we previewed the week to be, that there were a number of the matchups that you circled, just kind of going, all right, I could ma- tell a tale this way and build a game this way. I could also flip it the other way because we didn't know what the Giants were going to be, right? i had expected better than that. Arizona, I had no idea what to expect from that offense. Was it great? No. But they got it done. So, uh, curious, week 14, hopefully you survived and advanced, or at least you're uh, still participating in daily leagues, so we can help you dominate there.
5: I gave you a reason to start Tyler Lockett. Hopefully you didn't listen to me. Five catches, 52 yards. Basically the only Seahawk that didn't catch a touchdown John Bass, from Russell Wilson. Uh, my giving me one reason to bench was Kyler Murray. Uh, 244 had a touchdown. The one note, and this kind of transitions now as, as we look ahead to week 15 and, and look back a little bit more on week 14, Kyler Murray did have 13 carries for 47 yards, and and why the 47 yards may not be earth shattering, the 13 carries is something to note because with that shoulder issue that we were told wasn't an issue. He had only five carries in three consecutive games. That number has picked up a little bit. We saw Kenyon Drake again get into the end zone. You're not seeing Kyler Murray take those carries anymore. But now you transition, Mike, to a game in week 15 when the Eagles come to town and we're going to dive into them with what uh, Jalen Hurts and them did to the Saints on on Sunday. But now I do think that maybe Kyler Murray – is his, his on the way back up a little bit. He hit that bottom part after a after a really hot run, maybe bottomed out a little bit, but I think he's now on his way back up a little bit. And I just think that the amount of carries that he had against the Giants is a welcome sign for those fantasy owners that have Kyler Murray on the roster.
4: Certainly encouraging a little more trust that that shoulder's not ready to uh, disintegrate. Either that yep. or the desperation that they need him to do it regardless. Either way, he looked like a boss in the post-game presser, like he was getting ready to testify in front of Congress with his suit and everything. So uh, he played the part well. But, yeah, 13 carries, highly encouraging uh, if you're an Arizona fan, fantasy backer. Uh, I think getting Larry Fitzgerald back looked like he's not, he's not going to turn the scorecard in you know and light up the box yeah. scores like he once did but just having his presence i think helps right not not that he's a game changer not that he's going to pile up perceptions like in years past but it's having another coach on the field
5: and having another guy that can When time's running out, grab the ball and run to the referee.
4: Nobody does that better (laughs) than Larry Fitzgerald.
5: He's, again, for the 15th straight week, number one in my wide receiver (laughs) rankings of guys who grab the football and run it to the ref when the clock is running down and you don't have any more timeouts. I'll have to give you my cold source for that in our next episode. Oh, I
4: appreciate that. Uh, Jalen Hurts,
5: (laughs) I'm just going to say impressive for a couple of reasons. First of all, just to get a win for Philadelphia. Get a victory, against the, yes. The Saints team. Uh very impressive. Seemed like there was a different energy. I joked on the, the Sunday show on Fox Sports ready with George Reister we're doing the show as it's going on and I can't hear the TV. All I can see, is, but it, it felt like a different energy. Like, yeah. Just even watching on my screen, things felt different. Breaks the 100-yard barrier uh, on the ground. Miles Sanders had a big run, but it really seems that this Eagles team got such a huge lift from Jalen Hurts. Now you take that show on the road in Arizona and I think it's got a lot of people excited at maybe the possibility of playing a Jalen Hurts Playing Miles Sanders again and uh, seeing what the uptick with the Philadelphia Eagles are or is, what do you think people should have realis- realistic expectations when it comes to Philly as Hertz gets his second straight start?
4: Well, if he's going to keep piling up uh, carries, then he he certainly gives you, you know the super flex certainly but even as perhaps a a good sub we're talking about baker mayfield same Mm -hmm. kind of situation not it's that it's the easiest of matchups arizona can come to play on occasion that secondary can get after it but their pass rush they lost players to injury so they don't don't have the same ferocity they did the first part of the season but if you're going to touch the ball that many times 18 carries yeah. I'll take my chances, right? We always yeah. talk, talk about touches, targets, snap counts, all of those things, trying to take all those different pieces of information into account. I mean, Taysom Hill, when we look at New Orleans, there's the value's not in his passing. That's a bonus, yeah. right? It's a, he's going to run 10 times and probably twice in the red zone, four times in the red zone, right? Depending on your matchups, you're thinking you're going to get a couple of, uh, of glory opportunities from him. Likewise with Jalen Hurts, perhaps that's the case. I do like the fact that Miles Sanders will talk great about whoever the quarterback is at the moment, right? Because last week it was, hey, Carson... It's unfair that everything's comes on Carson, blah, blah, blah. This week, oh, yeah, good energy with Jalen. Good command of the huddle. Everything. It's like, well, yeah, you had a good game, and you won. And this guy's got to feed you the ball. So, yeah, good job, Miles Sanders. And you're on my fantasy team, so I appreciate you. Uh, and if you're going to be able to bust off a big run and come up with a couple of touchdowns, uh, a little too late for one of my squads. But, hey, better late than never.
5: I am now, I I am a Miles Sanders owner as well, and I am one for three in starting him in weeks where he has really big, long runs. So there, cause he was not starting in my league this past weekend, heck going sure. up against the number one defense. And then he he busts off that uh, 80 yarder against the saints. Uh He'll be there against Arizona. And we thought that the saints Eagles game was going to be a two forty five game, not talking about the time of day, but the length of the time <laughs> of the game for the amount of running. I think it's going to be a little bit different with Arizona and Kyler Murray. So there could be even more opportunities. I'm I'm I, I like the Eagles in that situation. I think a guy like Jalen Ragers, a, a guy that you can look at to maybe pick up. Considering a point, Mike, that you always will, will mention on this, if you have a guy who's a backup quarterback, who's he likely working with? You come from the same draft class. Yep. Uh, you know, Be familiar. And I, and I also think that, that the Eagles and Doug Peterson, and for as much criticism as I levied on Doug Peterson in our last podcast, I would also think that he's smart enough to realize – Let's try to get this thing moving. Let's open it up a little bit more. And I think that could be opportunities for Jalen Rager as well going forward in addition to uh, the boost with Miles Sanders and obviously with what we talked about with Jalen Hurts.
4: Well, you finally have the young speedster, right? We talked about how this team was constructed, where you had the dual dual tight ends, right? Hurts is finally back, but only three targets. Dallas Goddard, six targets, four catches, 43 yards. But you're needing someone to stretch the field. Deshaun Jackson's not there. Alshon Jeffries interesting because he's finally healthy, mm-hmm. but when do you get down to it? Rager's the guy you know to stretch the field, but also to give you an opportunity to keep the defensive backs, you know, keep them honest, right? Sure. Put a couple of balls up, Mike. Maybe you put the ball in harm's way once or twice, but he at least give the defense the opportunity that that back seven has to work. And maybe then you keep things for the quarterback off tackle, for the Miles Sanders runs. So I think there's an opportunity there.
5: I will also say this just to to wrap up on the Eagles. I think there's a reason Miles Sanders has had those long runs. It's because everybody's within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. And now you say – Okay, well that's maybe not necessarily anything surprising. Considering Derrick Henry, you know, we see teams load up and we've seen Henry have huge ninety yard runs. Those teams are there to stop Derrick Henry and running the football. The Eagles, the only routes were like eight yards from the line of yeah. scrimmage, so they didn't have to cover downfield. No, that's right. So so once Miles Sanders broke free, uh, there weren't a lot of guys in the secondary that were uh, covering wide receivers or doing anything different that would make you um, <laughs> to give him any resistance. So, uh, so maybe that's a reason why we've seen some of the big runs with Miles Sanders. See
4: well. if you can chase him from behind, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> play it up tight. It's like when you're uh, playing beer league softball. And you don't think the person at the plate can hit? Yes. So now you've got essentially seven infielders, <laughs> and if they hit it, you know, get a little bit under it. Hey, you got problems. Have you seen me play? Is that was no. that why
5: you know? It's everybody, everybody come in when I get when I uh, no, come to No, the no. By the come way, on, Dan. one of the, one of the, one of the toughest things to do for people that that don't know is when you get you play slow pitch softball, unlimited arc, and you get some of these guys. By June or July, because it's a you know big Midwest thing, when you can get your arc going, and oh, you yeah. can just drop it on the plate it I have no it was so difficult for me when I was younger to try to hit a saw like you just think like oh you're lobbing it in it's no when some guys can chuck it up through the sky and hit the moon and hit the clouds and come back down and drop it on the mat oh man there's no sweeter art than that
4: the unlimited arc that's a midwestern (laughs) thing if there ever was one Dan
5: Oh, oh man all right we'll move on from that anything else from week 14 that you want to hit on we touched on some eagles touched on some Steelers obviously the game between the the Ravens and Browns, anything that stood out in your mind from what we saw?
4: Well, the battle of the 2017 draft, Dan. Mitchell Trubisky is running wild the last three games. geez. Suddenly uh, they realize uh, maybe they shouldn't have changed anything. Okay. It's also Houston who's beleaguered, battered. Uh, and you saw the, you talk about the long run of Miles Sanders, David Montgomery ripping off the run he mm-hmm. did to get things started. So the bears suddenly are interesting from a fantasy perspective. We'll talk about them uh, a little bit more as we go. Uh, I, I think, the Kansas City warts are there a little bit, turnovers and
2: sputtering at times in the run. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select campus events.
4: game is non-existent for the most part so we've got that to look at uh, Tua was game so that was fun and though Tampa Bay put up 26 points it's an uninspired 26 points because you don't know where the value is coming from I think the only guy that you can sit and say all right I know I'm getting my points is Ronald Jones is going to see the ball enough when Leonard Fournette's a healthy scratch Right, you know yeah. what the intent is, but beyond that, I mean, Brady had the two touchdowns; they scored twenty six points. But did any of those guys really bust off the chop charts? No, you got Scotty Miller back in the mix.
5: Yeah, and the and the the hail mary goes to Rob Gronkowski with three guys around him. And we mentioned earlier they get bailed out on a pass interference call. Yeah, Ronald, Ronald Jones, watch out! Just a uh, broken finger. Don't know the status moving forward, but... For a guy that has enough trouble catching the football as it is, uh, that could be something to watch as well.
4: Go down to your knees, Jones.
5: <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be the arms like it's a loaf of bread, and he'll 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 wrap it up. I want to bring in our executive producer, leads a lap for an exercise that we're going to do here. We're at we're we're in between weeks, fourteen and fifteen. Week fifteen starts on Thursday night with the Raiders hosting the Chargers, and then you got some Saturday football as well with a couple of games: Bills, Broncos, Panthers, and Packers. Play
4: Okay, so we have the car payment, the rent, utilities,
2: and the repair bill. (sighs) What should we do? I know. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, we could have the money in our account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast,
6: be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution.
5: I thought it would be fun if we took a rundown of the 32 teams in the NFL, Mike. And just at this point, where we're almost at the end of the season, if you could take one guy from from each of the NFL teams for fantasy-wise... Who would you take? Now, there's some that we're probably going to agree on, some that we're going to disagree on. Lee's going to give us the, the teams. You can get Lee on Twitter, at Lee DeLapp, and then you and I will go back and forth on these names. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, Lee, what do you got for us? Where are we starting this uh, 32-team countdown?
7: All right, you guys, let's start uh, division by division, and where better to start than the AFC North this week. And we'll start ahead with uh, the Ravens, who beat the Browns tonight. Where you go go with the
5: Ravens? Lamar, I th- I think he'd be the guy that I'd want.
4: Yeah, I'll for the sake uh, of this discussion, I-, I need a lead back. I'll take Dobbins. Wow, okay, we'll, we'll go to the Browns then. Chubb. Ch- Chubb, yeah.
5: <laughs> All right, how about the Steelers? I- I'm still going to go Deontay Johnson. I think that the targets are likely to be there. I'll Just take no Claypool. catches them.
4: Yeah, no, exactly. To be honest,
5: their defense may be the better option right now. To overall, of, of anybody, just yeah. take their team defense, but I'll, I'll stick with Deontay Johnson.
7: Them and the Dolphins are the uh, you put them in, you start them all season long. Those defenses are good. All right, how about the Bengals, you guys? Punt. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a keeper, uh, I'll go Joe Mixon. How about that?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, of their of their options, um, Burrow, Mixon, yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
4: T. I Higgins. T. Higgins, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. for healthy guys, I'll take T. Higgins. Uh, but if you give me the option of a guy I can stash and we're playing keepers, uh, I'll hope that Joe Burrow uh, gets resurrected.
5: Why don't you take Darnay Scott from our last episode, you know, we where can. we had a Carl Pickens Darnay Scott reference?
4: That, I like that, sure. Tyler- to John while we're at it.
7: Tyler Boyd served me well at the beginning of the season. I, mean, I don't know why yeah. he's still on my bench, but he is. Um, how about let's go to the AFC East and start with the Bills? Oh, Josh Allen.
5: Yeah, for sure. All right, how about the Dolphins, you guys? You know, Devontae Parker's hurt. Gasicki's hurt. Gasicki,
4: but he got like, hurt. Gaskins. He left
5: with his arm
4: yeah. dangling.
5: Oh. I'll, I'll Give me Gaskin. I know that there's COVID issues, but give me Gaskin.
4: Solid player. Like what he's done. Uh, I'll bandage up Gasicki. Shoot him up. Get him out there. Patriots? Oh, Damien Harris. Hmm winging a prayer on uh, well Jacoby Myers served me well for about two weeks I'll tell you what man I have been like a day trader in a couple of these fantasy leagues man <laughs> with the number of injuries that you navigated uh, yeah Harris is probably
7: the guy though yeah a team that's probably surprisingly better than the Patriots the
5: Jets in terms of fantasy value <laughs> I am not. I don't know about that I mean it is it is slim pickings their inabilities to just not move on from Frank Gore.
4: <laughs> on principle, don't you take Frank Gore just because he's a legend and refuses to give up? Is yeah. he is he like LeBron where he wants to stay until he can play with his kid? I, I
5: think it could be the case. Like there's, you know, he, he was out with a concussion and Ty Johnson had the good game against the Raiders, and then you go to Seattle and then Gore c- comes back and he and Johnson split carries. Yeah you know just what what are we doing so i you know what give me braxton barrios <laughs> that. that's actually the one that now that i think of it he's actually probably the only guy that he could maybe give you something
4: if i can get a super ppr league and and get some level of health Jamison crowder is uh, you know just one of those guys who is uh the handyman of fantasy football <laughs>
7: <laughs> All right, no no mention of Mims, but that's okay. We'll He's go. you're
4: not well, doing do it yet. <laughs> All right, Mims
7: <laughs> the word. <laughs> exactly. We'll go to the AFC South, you guys, and start with the Texans.
4: Deshaun. Watson, yeah.
7: yeah. How about the Colts?
5: Taylor, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, right now. Finally, what a time now. to what a time to show it's up.
7: A time to be alive. Heating up. All right. Let's go to, uh, you know, Uncle Rico's back. How about
4: the Jaguars, you guys? He should not be playing, Uh-oh. but that's a football conversation <laughs> more so than a fantasy. Uh, uh, well, DJ Chark wins with Minshew back out there, though.
5: Hey, I'll go with Robinson. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Robinson. All right.
7: Titans, you guys. Yeah. Derek. Yeah, Derek Henry. AJ uh, Brown deserves a,
5: a mention. Oh, he's though.
4: great. No, absolutely. No question about it. You know, it. that like, hey,
5: look, okay. How do how do I put this? Like this is the comment right there by Lee. I'm trying to think of of like the the perfect fast food sort of reference to make. <laughs> um, but it's it's I don't know. Like I've always loved the original chicken sandwich at Burger King. Okay. I've al- like I've always I've always loved it. But I also understand that the Whopper is the king. So Derek Henry. <laughs> is the Whopper. Like, you go to Burger King for the Whopper, and as much as I would love to get the original chicken sandwich <laughs> so many times, I have to respect that... that- the Whopper is the sandwich. I think Lee is taking A.J. Browder, making him the original chicken sandwich and just not <laughs> respecting the Whopper. Even though you would order an original chicken sandwich, you know, when you were there, you still have to say you would take the Whopper.
7: <laughs> it's funny how much I get that reference. OK, you guys, how about <laughs> AFC West with the Broncos?
4: Hamler. Mm, I'll go Melvin Gordon. All right. Uh, how about the Chiefs? What's Kelsey. Up? I'm going Mahomes. Position scarcity. I'll, t- I'll take Kelsey.
7: I'll take Hill just to uh, be uh, contrarian Boom! from you guys. Yeah, there you go.
4: Uh, how about the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders? Waller. Uh, the guy that uh, perpetrated a fraud and should be arrested, uh, Josh Jacobs to the chargers oh you didn't even bite on that that,
5: the instagram (laughs) post that's a
4: problem with all your league partners of gambling and fantasy sites that you might have had a bunch of people make moves dan based on that
5: sure sure. well on the heels of the Clyde Edwards-Elair fiasco from andy reed where you realize that a guy could be active and not play so even though josh jacobs was active him saying he's not playing likely put a scare in yeah so.
4: no good sorry lee didn't
7: mean <laughs> to step on your uh parade. no no worries you guys how about the los angeles chargers
4: herbert keenan if he's healthy but i love me some herbert
5: just for the added running ability, because I, I, I don't want to pick the quarterback every single time when it comes to those. But I, I would still take Mahomes because the variety of targets. No, sure, Kelsey is, but sure. Herbert even just with, with the running ability over over Keenan Allen.
7: And it does seem Eckler is in the rearview mirror. On to the NFC, we'll start with the East with the Cowboys.
4: C D Lamb to go forward, I guess. I don't
5: know. Yeah, I'll take Amari to the Giants. Daniel Jones.
4: Do I get the memory of Saquon Barkley? <laughs> <laughs>
5: get his quads.
4: Okay. Well, you know what? I'm trying to match the quads. Uh, quadzilla forever. Yeah, that, I, I guess Daniel Jones, because he e runs too. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go with him. All right. We talked about the uh, the boost that Jalen Hurts gives the
7: Eagles. Where are you going there? Sanders. Yeah, i stay with Miles Sanders. To the Washington
5: football team. Chase Young. Well... well <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I'll take the defense. <laughs> I'll still take Antonio Gibson and his turf toe. Were you were, were you more of an Art Monk, uh, Gary Clark, or Ricky Sanders guy Ooh. for their uh, – and this was after the fun bunch with uh, Charlie Brown, the old wide receiver, but of Art Monk, Gary Clark, or Ricky Sanders, which of the three old – Redskin wide receivers? Would you take?
4: I'm going to say Gary Clark because then, as a soundtrack to all of his greatest hits, I can have Gary Clark Jr. playing for me. <laughs> okay,
5: fair enough. Some
4: soulful music fair getting enough. out there, baby. Let's go. Fair enough. On to the NFC North to
7: your Bears, Mike. Where are you going? <sighs> Mitchell Trubisky? No, uh, <laughs> Allen
5: Robinson. Oh man, I may go Montgomery right now. I, I
4: love Montgomery. Yeah. I've been, I, I had him as a top ten guy last year. I banged the drum for him. Then this year, and well, in spurts, we see it. I think this is a sneaky one, you guys. How
7: about the Detroit Lions? DeAndre Swift.
4: Uh, the memory of Galladay is really fantastic right now. Uh, you know really? what, I, I
5: don't have any memories of him from this season. No, not I, this I, year. Yeah, I,
4: I got a lot of anger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> too. From, from the from the teams I drafted. I can tell you that, and the fact that I I tabbed him as a top five wide receiver uh, in my preseason rankings. But uh, yeah, I, I think Swift has got to be got to be the guy. Yeah. Definitely. And actually Marvin Jones provides some value late he, in the season. He has. There. And then uh like going back and not to make it all about the tight end, uh like I, I'm all about the, the quads and uh you know, the the posterior and all. Uh but T J Hawkinson is a guy that I think is gonna be trouble. Hasn't been consistent this year, but overall there there are moments where he takes over.
7: All right, you guys, uh, a team that I think uh, reflects the Chiefs in that they have three big ones, but I think there's an obvious choice here. The Green Bay Packers. Adams.
5: Yeah, Devontae Adams.
7: The Vikings, you guys. Jefferson. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I gotta go with that one. That's a hard one, though. Falcons. Wait, the who,
5: wait. Which one? Who would you go with? Do
7: I would go with Cook. Okay, I, I have. Okay. In fact, I have a. I have a matchup. I'll. I'll. Uh, pull the curtain back. I have a matchup where I have Jefferson against Thielen and Cook <laughs> next next week. So I am rooting for Jefferson. Wow. Uh, as much as I would take. I, Cook.
5: I'm still hung up on Lee trying to tell us about Marvin Jones Jr. because yeah. he's so flummoxed. I'm like <laughs> uh, I looked back. He had four catches for 48 yards against the Packers. I'm like, what did I miss? Did I miss something? I'm
7: just saying, man. I know he's I get... come back. He's coming back. He's got value.
5: <laughs> if you need <laughs> a, is a junior, guy need... talking
4: to me, are you, like, he... you going to start tapping your hand? What are yeah. you What are you okay over? By there? the way,
5: he's going to, he wants to pick Marvin Jones Jr. when we don't even know if Matthew Stafford's going to no, play that's right. 15. That's true. So he's going to go with the wide receiver get out of there with that junkie
4: well i think what he was trying to say was it's the tennessee defense that we watched baker mayfield just throw deep on all day right?
5: <laughs> uh, oh lee, I, lee I... gave us a presidential ballot where like six of the candidates like, I don't, who cares nobody's gonna pick these people
7: all right let's go on to the nfc south you're right you're right how about the falcons you guys ridley
5: yeah i'd go with ridley
7: you know who's really good there is uh, Gage. He's, he provides a lot of value down Especially the stretch there. Especially
4: when he's throw, throwing the ball. <laughs> All
7: right, to the Carolina
4: Panthers. You got Russell Gage in your lineup too, Lee? <laughs> oh, my God. This. oh it's all about lee yeah it's like when i do a spot down in san diego with steve hartman and my guys he'll ask the first three questions like all right those are all for your team Jerk, i also go. like
5: how lee is throwing in the third best receiving option in all of these cases
4: <laughs> do i get julio is yeah. one good hamstring oh
5: my goodness uh, the, the 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 Russell Gage threw that touchdown pass as you mentioned, but he's he's closer to the other guys that are the wide receivers than he is to Ridley and Julio Jones.
7: Absolutely. All right, moving on to the Carolina Panthers. Is Christian McCaffrey going to play this week?
5: No. I I I don't I don't know, and I don't want to, I don't want to take a guess because I don't want to put anybody in bad spots. No, by absolutely. What, uh, by what we say, Mike and I have said on the program. There's no reason for him to play the, at all for the rest of this year. He would still be the guy that I would take on this team.
4: Absolutely. Even
5: even with the injuries. Yeah,
4: I mean I love DJ Moore. I like what they do with Curtis Samuel. Uh, so many different looks to get the guy the ball with with McCaffrey at this point. Look, I don't, I don't know if he's going to play, but. Even even if he gets greenlit for Saturday, am I am I rushing to get him into a lineup at this point? I don't know if he's finishing.
5: Yeah, I think you have to play him, but you know, I say McCaffrey's out. Who's the player you guys are going with? Man, TJ Moore is out too. Uh, You know, I'd go DJ Moore ahead of Anderson and ahead of Samuel.
4: Yeah. I, I, Moore's the, I think the best receiver of them. Anderson's a, interesting in spurts, but I think Moore's the most consistent.
7: All right, uh, to the Saints, you guys.
5: Camaro.
4: Yeah. As much as his uh, value has been depressed the past yeah. month, yeah, he's the guy.
5: On to the Bucks. I, I'll say Mike Evans. I'll
4: go Godwin, frog, even though he's in the in uh, podcast. Yeah, it's I – I don't know. Uh, sometimes you force feed the ball to Antonio Brown for five yards a catch. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, do I take him just because of the tight end scarcity again and red zone looks? Th- think think of the sack of crap
5: that the wide receivers at the beginning of the year were in the Galladay, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin range. Yeah. You know, that like, oh, my goodness. I, I It just – like those, if you're like, okay, if I could leave with one of those three, you're like, I'm set. And now you're just like, man, like w- what a mess it is. Well,
4: here you go. For the season right now, okay, as we sit here tonight Tyreek Hill's number one, number two, Devontae Adams, three, Diggs, four, Metcalf, five, Keenan Allen, six, DeAndre Hopkins, seven, Robinson, eight, Ridley, nine, Jefferson, ten, Lockett, eleven, Thielen. And to round out your WR1s, Amari Cooper, Hmm. even though he's only got uh, five touchdowns.
5: Sure. Jeez.
4: To
7: the last division, you guys, starting with the Cardinals. Murray. Kyler, sure. Yeah. The Rams. Cam Akers. (laughs) Yeah. All right. How about the 49ers?
5: Mostert. If Debo was healthy.
4: I love Debo. Debo can't stay healthy. He just got shut down for the year now.
5: So, yeah, it's... I,
4: I love his game. Guy just
7: can't get right. And a fantasy favorite I think we're all going to agree on. will will uh, finish with Dan
4: Seahawks. Metcalf. Yeah. I've crowned him. Fantasy stud DK Metcalf. They, that, I might be building a shrine to him. You don't know. And
7: that's all 32, you guys.
5: All right. There,
4: there it good. is. he
7: is
5: are our experiment of the one player you'd want from your own team. Uh, Feel free to tell us if we missed anyone, got one wrong, or what your favorite item at Burger King is. Get Mike on Twitter (laughs) at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. And get Lee on Twitter at Lee Delap. Waiver wire, uh, Nelson Aguilar. I hope that if he's out there, I told you points could be happening on Thursday night with the Raiders and Chargers. Uh, We've mentioned him a few times in previous podcasts, but I think you could get a shot here. Dolphins injuries as well uh, that that could catch up to Miami. Uh, I know the name Adam Shaheen is not a uh, a, a nice one for you to hear Mike, no. but with uh, with Gesicki hurt, there are there are going to be people needing to play for the Dolphins and while they may be shut down by the Patriots Um, Lim Bowden could be an opportunity as well. Um, But uh, waiver Wire, I think, is a little scarce in Week 15.
4: Yeah, I think there's a couple of guys that we're looking at. You mentioned that Thursday game. How about Tyron Johnson, uh, who had a big game, six of seven targets, 55 yards and a touchdown with the Chargers' victory over Atlanta. No guarantee Mike Williams is back for that one on this short week, so potential as a deep ball threat because, look, as we know, uh, Las Vegas – they, they can give up the deep ball all day long. So, for Justin Herbert, an option there. Uh, I mentioned Chad Hansen earlier. This is the act of desperation based on who's left standing. So, an opportunity there. And then, uh, well, I, I keep banging the drum uh, for my guy, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, still only owned in 15% of leagues. And he's got Minnesota on tap. Minnesota gets no pressure on anybody. I
5: guarantee 50% of our listening off uh, audience went to school with a Chad Harris. It could be. You know, like just seems like one of those.
4: <laughs> yeah, we gave you some other uh, nuggets along the way. Uh, you mentioned the Miami guys. What do you think? Uh, is it Washington or do you go both? <laughs> or yeah. do you pick up either, uh, you know, put in claims for both?
5: You know, against New England, I just you know, I don't know, but to to see the lack of I mean Jakeem Grant got hurt for Miami. Right. You know, like there's there's that like that issue. I, I just I I I didn't know what to be impressed or not impressed with the Dolphins and coming back from the Chiefs because it's like you're down twenty. What else do you have to do? But then again, with the cast that he ended up having, I'm like maybe that's an opportunity uh you know maybe that's showing us something i i just i don't know a
4: lot a lot of long commercial breaks though as guys walk to the locker room though extra ad time (laughs) during that uh, inventory no question about it but to that point people might be inspired to start to uh, based on what they've seen we know what bill belichick does to rookie quarterbacks so just remember With a grain of salt, you know, as much as Tua has had a couple of big games for you fantasy-wise, this is one that uh, I'd approach with some trepidation.
5: All right, let's get to the three-point conversion. Things you need to know before we meet again. Uh, I said get ready for points on Thursday. I think you're going to see a lot of them, so try to get some bolts and some Raiders in your lineup. Uh, Get some Steelers on the cheap. They have the Bengals in Week 15. People are down on them. I don't know if anybody's uh, uh, available, but I do expect the offense to pick up for the game in Cincinnati. And I'm saying get, 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 get some Rams while you can because the Jets are in town in Week 15. So it may not just be a camp. Maker show you could see him up a lot. You could see some Daryl Henderson. You could see some Woods and Cup. Uh, you could see some Higby as well. The uh, the Rams, I think, load up on the Rams. If you are in empty spots or in in tight slots in your leagues, load up on the Rams in Week 15.
4: I dig it. It is a Philip Rivers turn back the clock game going up against Houston. Yeah, he'll have to avoid J.J. Watt, uh, but let's call it what it is. That team is decimated. Indy Rowan, they'll be able to run the football and T. Hilton, who we gave a month ago, has been fantastic. So push all in uh, for another connection there. Number two, uh, the Baltimore Ravens—they're rolling. They got Jacksonville, steam rolling. Sorry, sorry, Gardner Minshew, tough day for you at the office. And finally, Russell Wilson—you are finding other alternatives. Wilson, yeah,
5: gonna he's, he's tough, not going to be your guy this week. Tough go against Washington on Sunday, and an early start for the uh, the Seahawks as well. So. Uh, while last year it proved to work out for him, uh, maybe not as much this season. Again, get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can always reach us at I Want Your Flex. And hopefully you can continue success and continue to move on in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, tune in again. New podcast episode will launch on Friday morning. And then we'll get you set for the playoff stretch run. We will talk to you again. Have a good one.